Welcome back to the Ohio Tech Prep Podcast. My name is Matt Cola, and I'm the Tech Prep Coordinator at Kent State University. This month, we are here talking to Dr. Ben Perot from the Ohio Department of Higher Education. Thanks so much for joining us. Pleasure. Happy to be here. We wanted to speak to you this month to learn a little bit more about the different credit options available to our high school career tech kids. So let's get started. First up, introduce yourself. Tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do at ODHE. Thank you, Matt. Um, So as you said, my name is Ben Perot, and I work at the Ohio Department of Higher Education. Specifically, I work on our articulation and transfer team. So our team establishes ways that students can get college credit for different kinds of learning experiences. And specifically, I work on our career tech team that works on opportunities for career technical students in particular. So I've worked on the team for a little over two years now, and I really enjoy the work that we do and the chance to create new opportunities for students. And we really enjoy having you on that team. You are a wealth (laughs) of knowledge. Oh, well, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, So the first of our prepared questions is, tell me about the different types of college credit available to our Ohio career technical students. Yeah, thank you, Matt. So there are actually quite a few opportunities for career tech students to earn college credit, and we'll talk about several of the specific ones throughout this interview, but they all sort of fall under three main buckets, if you will. So the first broad type of college credit that any high school student, including career technical students, can earn is what we call dual enrollment. The main dual enrollment opportunity that we have in Ohio is called College Credit Plus, so or CCP, so you may be more familiar with that term. But any sort of dual enrollment program means that a student is taking a course at the same time as both a high school student and a college student. So they're earning both college credit and high school credit together. And so this would mean that, say, for example, if your high school is located pretty close to, just say, Lorain County Community College, um, your school probably partners with Lorain to offer CCP courses. So you would be meeting requirements for your high school graduation, but also be earning college credit at the same time. So you're enrolled both directly at Lorain County Community community college, but also remain a high school student. So one important thing to note about dual enrollment programs is that they do affect your college GPA because you are enrolled directly at Lorraine or Kent State or whatever college or university you're participating with. And so then if you later enroll as a full-time student at that uh, college or university, that credit is already on your transcript. So you've already got a college GPA, but at the same time, you're also meeting the requirements for high school. Um, so that's the first kind is dual enrollment. The second big credit opportunity is what we call credit by exam. So the most common type of this kind of credit is advanced placement or AP. Um, so this is where you can qualify for college credit by earning a certain passing score on typically a national exam. So for example, if you take the AP English course through your high school and then you take the AP English exam at the end of your senior year, if you earn a three, four, or five on that exam, you qualify for college credit at any Ohio public college or university. AP, again, is the most common type of this, but there are other kinds of exams where you could uh, qualify for college credit. So International Baccalaureate and CLEP, uh, the college college level examination program, uh, those are two other opportunities that could qualify. And then finally, uh, the third big bucket is what we call articulated credit. So articulated credit is just sort of a fancy term that basically means that you can qualify for college credit by sort of 
working with the faculty to figure out which college courses are equivalent to other learning experiences that you've had. So for example, so the biggest opportunity for career tech students to earn college credit this way is what we call um, CTAGs. So CTAG stands for Career Technical Assurance Guide. And this is a statewide initiative that articulates credit for college courses to career tech courses and programs offered at Ohio public high schools and career centers. And so we've done sort of the heavy lifting for you, meaning that we've worked with the faculty to figure out which high school courses are equivalent to which college courses. And so then you, the students, can qualify for credit without having to sort of like do that heavy lifting yourself. So to be eligible for CTAG credit, you first need to successfully complete the aligned course at an Ohio public high school or career center. And your instructor would be able to tell you if your course qualifies for CTAG credit. And then in addition to passing the course, you also have to to earn a qualifying score on the end of course web exam so that a big test that you take at the end of the year for all of your career tech courses you have to earn sort of a proficient score which again your your instructor would be able to tell you which specific score that is for for that course and then the final thing is that you need to enroll then at a Ohio public college or university within three years of graduating high school. And that particular college or university that you enroll at also needs to have an equivalent course to the one that you took in high school. So that's sort of CTAGs in a nutshell, but I look forward to going, getting into more some of the specifics later in our interview. Quick follow-up to this one. You talked about the three different buckets of credit. Are the different types of credits stackable? So can a student, for example, take CCP courses and AP courses and a career tech course and get credit across all three different types? Yes, absolutely. And and um, many students do this, and we absolutely encourage students to do this. So a good example would be, let's say that you're a career tech concentrator in information technology. So information technology has a bunch of different CTEC courses available. So many of the courses that you're taking in your CTE program would qualify for CTEC credit that way. And so let's say you're planning to you know start and earn an associate degree in some sort of information technology major. So the CTEC courses then would fulfill some of the information technology requirements for that degree. But then any associate degree is also going to have a certain number of general education courses too. And so those are great opportunities for either AP credit or CCP credit. So for example, English composition is a course that's required for almost literally any degree in in the state of Ohio. So if you took the AP English exam your senior year, you could get credit for that specific course. And then let's say you also wanted to take a couple college credit plus courses And so you took maybe a math course that could fulfill the math requirement for your degree as a CCP course or general psychology is a common gen ed course that a lot of students take. And that is is also a really common one for CCP credit. So you just take, you know, the general psychology course at, at your local college or university and can get CCP credit. So all of these can sort of combine in different ways to meet requirements all for one degree program that you're looking um, to enter then at a college or university. That's such an excellent opportunity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we're going to shift focus specifically, since this is a, a career tech focus podcast, we're going to mm-hmm. uh, focus specifically on that articulated credit bucket for probably the rest of this interview. So can you tell me about what the difference is between CTAG credit and bilateral agreements? Because I know when I'm uh, speaking to some of my students or even some of my CTE teachers, they think they're both the same thing. This is a question that we get pretty frequently and it's pretty understandable why we get it. So uh, so the the main difference as I typically explain it is that CTAG credit is, is a kind of articulated credit just as a 
bilateral credit through a bilateral agreement is also another kind of articulated credit. The main difference is that CTAG credit is a statewide agreement, and a bilateral agreement, just as the name implies, is a partnership between two specific institutions or high school districts. So any course that exists as a CTAG applies to all of the Ohio public high schools, career centers, colleges, and universities. So for example, if we establish a CTAG course, we just announced a new one in financial accounting. So the financial accounting course that's offered at the high school level and all financial accounting courses offered at the college level, all of those are part of that same agreement. So obviously there are a lot of advantages to this uh, for a statewide agreement because it allows more flexibility for students. So if you are from Northeast Ohio, but you've always wanted to go to the University of Cincinnati or Ohio State or Ohio University, you know, further south in the state, those colleges, you know, assuming that they have a financial accounting course, you could do that. So you could take that credit that you got in your uh, career center or high school in Northeast Ohio and take it farther south. But also, of course, you could stay locally if you want to go to Kent State or a uh, community college. You can do that. So basically, it allows for um, more opportunities to move sort of throughout the state. Bilateral agreements, as I mentioned, so those are partnerships between two specific institutions. So for example, uh, so I know Matt here um, establishes a lot of bilateral agreements for Kent State. And so that essentially is an agreement for students to come from a career center or a high school and be guaranteed to get credit at Kent State specifically. So this means that each uh, district and career center needs to be making these agreements with uh, local colleges and universities. And so basically these are just sort of like one-to-one partnerships basically that says that, okay, any student who comes from this program at this career center and then enrolls at Kent State is guaranteed to get credit through this bilateral agreement by doing that. But that doesn't mean that students from another career center or another high school district are guaranteed to get that credit unless they also have a bilateral agreement with Kent State. So bilateral agreements are great because they can allow for even more opportunities beyond those that exist at a state level, but they're also limited in the sense that um, if your career center does not have any established bilateral agreements for your program with the college or university that you want to attend, that that would not be a possibility. And there could also be uh, transferability issues, transferring from, say, Kent State to Ohio University if there are issues with the bilateral agreement. So, Yeah, so that's a good point. So if you get credit through a bilateral agreement at one college or university, and then you then later transfer to a different college or university, if they don't have you know a similar agreement in place, that credit is not necessarily guaranteed uh, to be imported. So yeah, but versus with the CTAG, which is part of a statewide agreement, the CTAG guarantee of credit does actually transfer with you if you assuming you transfer from one college with a you know course in that area to another one that has a course in that area. So yeah, so those are some of the differences. Any Matt, anything else you wanted me to, to address with that? No, I think that uh that that about covers it. I really appreciate I and I think our our students and their families and our CTE educators will appreciate that clarification as well. Thank you again to Dr. Perot for agreeing to participate in an interview regarding the types of credit. Please join us next month for a second part of our interview with Dr. Perot, where we go a little bit more in-depth on the specifics of how and why credit is awarded uh, and what courses become CTAGs and so much more.